Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian Hello Clipper friends, this is the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew, I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? How's it going Jesse? How's your life been since our last episode? (laughs) Doing pretty good, uh over covid but I, I came up with a flu at the end of it apparently that's a thing one of my co-workers said there's a thing called flu rona <laughs> are your are your co-workers also experts in COVID? uh yeah um, i think one of them was on webmd <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so i got over covid i'm doing good how are you doing i'm doing all right i'm just trying to you know survive this clipper season you know oh. uh I'll, I'll I today I've realized my professional sports fandom for the Clippers today is because I as you know I'm a Rams fan. The Rams have playoff implications, and I decided to watch a mid, uh, an early January game of Clippers basketball instead of watching the Rams try to clinch the NFC West today. <laughs> but that's coming. Not, not not saying that I don't like the Rams. It was just like you know what I don't know why I was like I don't know this Clipper game seems very important. Like I feel like the fan base was going to try to sell the franchise <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, we're we're, we're going to move our podcast to Seattle or something. <laughs> Did the Rams win? No, they lost, but they oh. still clinched the NFC the NFC West because the Cardinals lost. So oh, nice, perfect. So yeah. win win. Clippers win today, and <laughs> and, the, and the Rams uh, lost. lost the win. <laughs> yeah, lost themselves into the division title. <laughs> uh, so I figured we uh, in this podcast we'll go over some uh, things that we're confident in moving forward, some things we're concerned about, some extra narratives. Uh, I figured we would start off with some injury stuff today. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Christina Pink uh, might be out <laughs> for a little bit that that fall. And she handled it like a champ, and she tweeted yeah, that, she she's did. A, and that she's okay. I, I really hope she's okay. That 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 fall looked hard. And I, I don't know if the players are going to feel bad for, like, splashing all that water on Amir Coffey during his interview. But, yeah, it, it was hard. <laughs> so I didn't see the full interview. I didn't know. It was, I thought it was just, like, leftover sweat. Someone just water onto uh, Amir Coffey, and then she got caught. Yeah, the, <laughs> so the water, and then they did the interview, and then – uh, he walked away, and then I'm, I'm assuming maybe I don't know because the camera was on him, and all of a sudden it just like you just hear like a thud, and then you see her fall, or you don't, uh, or the fall happens in here to the I don't know, but yeah, and then I, I actually found out uh, because like I didn't watch the post game interview because I went to go walk my dog, and I did a Twitter space with Trent Maddox and and the gang, and. Um, my wife sent it to me because <laughs> I guess it was on the House of Highlights Instagram. That's why and, I saw it. Yeah, and she was like yeah, something about like let's see, like the universe is never okay or something if the Clippers win. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, I wonder what this is, right? And uh, yeah, I saw it. and I was like, oh, well, that, that's a tough fall. Yeah, it was really hard. So hopefully she's okay. But yeah, it, that, that did not look. It didn't look like it was a soft fall at all. So. Oh no. So I, ho- I hope Christina Pink's doing okay. Um, 
getting back into other uh, injury stuff, Farnstein was wearing warm-ups in the Hawks game. So, uh, and he was skipping at practice at some point this uh, during the week. So, I'm ho- I think he's. I hope we see him at the end of this week. I, I really do. Just, just give him an ankle brace and bring him on. <laughs> I don't want to see Serge play anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He's out uh, there in crutches. <laughs> I was gonna, speaking of that, like uh, Justice Winslow just went on health and safety protocols. And he's been the most important center we've had in like two and two and a half weeks. So, like, yeah, yeah like because Zeus still conditioning, you know, he had a great game uh, against the Hawks. But like Winslow it has been our most consistent center. It feels the way like. the way I see it, it's Zeus, Isaiah, Winslow. <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely. He's out of lineup. He's yeah. like he's out of rotation, I should say. Sorry. Um, he's gone. Uh, he had a great game, like you said. But <laughs> like, <laughs> he had a good offensive game. I, I, I sent this tweet to Locked On Clips because they were talking about Surge and. It looked like Serge Ibaka at certain points was conserving his energy on defense so he could play for play in the fourth quarter, which he was not going to play in, <laughs> which he did today because I guess he was playing well enough. But um, I mean, you had no choice. <laughs> are, are we both m- missing the best Ohio player in history? I, I, I miss him. I miss him. I, I do, too. I have a poster of him. I was like a fat head. Oh yeah, <laughs> Luke Kennard above my bed. Uh, as I turn the camera, to show Brian. Because <laughs> <laughs> like he's all all that's doing right now. Like LeBron James is going on a tear, but you know if Luke Kennard was on the court, everyone would be like, "Yeah, Luke's uh, LeBron's great." But like, you see what Luke's doing, and it's like, and it's like <laughs> Luke just fixing his hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they make a statue in front of the in front of the Cavs Stadium instead of uh, LeBron James. <laughs> Luke Kennard's gonna have a statue outside the crypto.com arena when they move. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the best Ohio player to ever step foot on the Staple Center court. <laughs> Mr. Ohio. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, I definitely miss that guy. Um, the spacing he brings to the floor. <laughs> you, uh, it's pretty critical now. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like uh He's pro in like in terms of our guards and stuff, and we'll get to this a little later. But like you know, the Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe mix, and then not having Luke Kennard there, I feel like Luke Kennard's like the nice glue that kind of separates the 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 lack of them playing well together. But since they have to play together, it seems like it's just like yeah, let's have Luke out there, you know? Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> so. <clears throat> since the last time we did this podcast we lost to the phoenix suns uh that one hurt a little bit because i felt like we were in the game for a little bit then we were totally out of it then we came back and then we lost um chris paul irritable jerk. yeah and i'm not and I'm then that all. and then that memphis grizzlies game uh Let's let's talk about that because <laughs> that was probably and I feel like the players were frustrated. Ty Lue was frustrated. I was frustrated. Like Ty Lue was like, "Hey, if Brian's losing some patience, then maybe we need to start switching some things up." Uh, I really like the lineup they put out there. Amir Coffee started. Mm-hmm. Um, they started the offense looked really good for about half a quarter, and then. Kind of just like second quarter came up. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's funny because like Dylan Brooks hurt his ankle, and then 
it just seemed like it was like oh well you know uh, as a fan everything was going to the favor of the right yeah as a fan you're like oh you don't want to see players get hurt but as a fan you're like man this is this is our window yeah no john morant no dylan brooks and then jaron jackson was like you know what they're not going to call fouls on me i'm just going to go crazy (laughs) (laughs) and he had himself a game and i and uh, I was talking to Trent on uh, the Twitter spaces about that, and I was like, "Dude, like it's it's like when Serge Ibaka's out there, it's like we only have like four players <laughs> out there, <laughs> like, it's like like just no one's in the paint. <laughs> it's just a floating jersey, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> like the jersey, the jersey floats into the game, but Ibaka's still on the bench. <laughs> it's like the amount of." The amount they were scoring inside the paint was ridiculous when Serge Ibaka was playing. Like when he was like in as a center position, it was just irritating. It was like a, it was just a layup drill at times. It, it was, it's sometimes it seems like he's playing defense with his eyes closed. <laughs> and I like Serge, and I want the Serge experiment to work. Uh, but it just with Hartenstein playing playing as good as he was before he he hurt his ankle. It's just one of those, like, for example, if we didn't have Hardenstein, let's just say our third center was just some no-name guy or if it was uh, Pat Pat, I think we would all just be like, all right, we just got to deal with Serge and hopefully he figures it out. But I think since uh, we have Hardenstein and he's eventually going to get healthy, I think our mindset's like, hey, Serge, sorry to tell you, uh, we like Hart. (laughs) You know? know? Wait, quick question. Yeah. Is Pat Pat still in the league? I don't think so. You would think he would. I would have been surprised. Like Matt, like if we would have offered him a ten day, but we decided to. Like, I does. We're bringing some that. youth. Let's bring some youth because they're like he knows the system. Or if unless Ty Lue's like, I just threw the whole book out last year, so you know the Marcus Cousins can't tell the Bucks or something what we did. <laughs> well, they let him go. So yeah, yeah. signed a ten day with the Nugget now. So I said Nugget. <laughs> <There's only one. laughs> he, signed, he signed with the Nugget. So it's like that casino that's uh outside of vegas i think or is it in vegas or something? uh i don't gamble i'm sorry <laughs> you know drive on the 15 or <laughs> the golden nugget or something like that oh uh no i don't know <laughs> all right so Today against the Hawks, though, we looked a lot better. It looks like everyone just was like, hey, we're all just going to be pissed about the Memphis game. Come in this game, play a lot better. Amir Coffey had himself a game. Uh, so uh, so for, uh, I mean, we're talking about Amir Coffey right now. I just want to tell a funny story. So I'm working on my car right now. Right, I'm, okay. I was. That was my project that I was working on. And I was listening to the game. I had it. I had my laptop there. It was like it was on top of my bench. And I'm laying underneath my car. And I hear Amir coffee for three. And I look, but like uh, my car's not lifted. So I'm like, there's only a little space, right? Okay. So I lift my head, I smacked it on the bumper. I didn't see the game. I, I saw the highlight of the three. Was, did, did you walk from out from under your car and then go into a blue tent that you have like in your backyard to go through concussion protocols? That mere coffee, the sacrifice you're making for this team, Jesse, I respect. Like last, last week, you're out with health and safety protocols. This week, you have concussion protocols. Well, the reason why is because I didn't want to go to sleep. Just, <laughs> I feel like I was just <laughs> 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 oh man 
Um, so let's get into um, <clears throat> stuff that we're confident in moving forward and some things that we're probably concerned about moving forward. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a good point in the season. I feel like there's a lot of Clipper fans that are like on the edge of their seats that are like, you know what? The, this, this whole season's doomed because we, we lost 20 points to a four-seeded team. And then uh, some play, some people are, like, trying to be as optimistic as possible and being realistic as possible, you know? So what's something that you're confident in right now? All right. Right now, the person – I should say right now, the person I am most confident in – I'm not going to say the whole team – the person is Marcus Morris. He is still on the – he Brian tour and he's been playing amazing <laughs> these last couple games. I mean, he looks like the clip. He looks like the Marcus Morris of the season that he was with the Knicks. You know, he's hitting shots that I, every time I see him take a shot, I'm like, that looks like a bad shot and he hits it and he makes it. And it just, the more I see him playing, the more confident I'm saying like when Paul George comes, I'm, I'm excited to see them play together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he might regress a little bit when Kawhi and which we're, we're going to talk little bit about <laughs> uh, he might regress a little bit but in the meantime while we're waiting for Kawhi to come back you know I'm just looking forward to seeing Paul George and Marcus Morris share the court together I, I feel like Mark Morris and Batum look pretty decent together too when Yo, no, no, yeah and they barely yeah. played this year and they're barely playing together this last weekend so yeah um, I agree and his diet apparently he's just eating fish he's on a I guess more of a plant-based diet maybe i'm just maybe i'm off base there but it's plant-based with fish i heard with the like lamb once a week but all the other meats are out but not eating red meat he's not eating um like turkey and chicken and all that so did they mention when he started his diet or was uh it- apparently at some point this season or maybe before this season hmm. i mean it's and, working for him I mean- yeah he's looking he's looking great and i i've said that from day one that yeah. i think like i was like Everyone was doubting his knee at the beginning of the season, and I, I was the one that said, you know, just be patient. He's, he's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, it's diet's important, you know. Um, what goes in must come out, right? <laughs> <laughs> did you just – Not that way. Did you just, did you just <laughs> say, like – uh, on our podcast that like you know marcus morris is probably taking really good poops right now i'm just saying that he's having the proper stool <laughs> okay you know okay. Uh, i'm pretty sure he has a like, really great fiber in his diet but no <laughs> you know we had this conversation with Trent about like you know proper dieting and you know when we went to go out and uh had a couple of drinks with them and it does wonders to your body i remember I mean, I'm not in the best shape right now, but when I first started working out and I started eating healthy, man, you just felt so much energy. Um, mm-hmm. You lose weight. You don't have any more stress on your on certain joints anymore. So, yeah, I, I believe it when they're saying that he has a new diet and it and I don't doubt that it's playing a factor in how he's playing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. So the thing I'm confident in and I feel like I'm. If you're going to listen to any Clippers podcast this week, they're all going to talk about the same thing. So, but Amir coffee has been the most consistent player on our team in the last two to three weeks. He's stayed on the court. He hasn't had to leave. And I'm not saying it's anyone else's fault if they had to leave because they're injured or anything like that. But Amir coffee 
is super consistent and to the point where I'm thinking, hey, even when Paul George comes back, why don't well, how about Amir Coffee starts at the two guard or he starts at the three while Paul George starts at the two? You know, because when we're thinking about that plug-in wing and we were thinking about, you know, we had Reggie Jackson and uh, Eric Bledsoe start together. And then we're, and then for a little bit, uh, like during, especially with like Paul Georgia, we've had Terrence Mann in there. Now I think Amir Coffey is the person that, and imagine a playoff caliber team until Kawhi comes back, we're starting a two-way player in our starting lineup, you know, and I do believe he deserves a contract. I don't, I don't know if this is guaranteed or not, but I believe we have his bird rights. So it will make it easier if we do want to bring him back. And I believe he might be a restricted free agent. Mm. So we can match if anybody signs him or tries to sign him. So I hope we have Amir Coffee back next year uh, as our 15 man roster person, but I'm confident in Amir Coffee moving forward. He doesn't make any, he doesn't make a lot of bad mistakes. He, he's shooting at a high volume and he's making it at a high volume. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty content with Amir Coffee right now. Yeah, he's been fun to watch, um, mm-hmm. especially this last game. He he went off. Yep. Um, you got some concern, or you have <laughs> a concern? Um, <clears throat> I guess uh, my biggest concern so far is just the carelessness with the ball. Um, it seems like <clears throat> I don't know, especially the Grizzlies game. I just felt like there's so many turnovers and. Um, it was really hurting us at times in the game when we had opportunities to score. So it was turnovers. And then uh, specifically to me, Reggie Jackson turnovers, if I'm going to be quite honest. He's, it gets irritating sometimes seeing him <laughs> quite at the offense at times. But, I get that. Um, I'm not trying to be uh, a too bit too much of a negative Nancy. Cause I do like Reggie. Um, but I don't know if he's still uh, dealing with, you know, health issues from COVID or uh, wear and tear from, I think you mentioned before, he played a lot of seasons before, well, not a lot of seasons, <laughs> a lot of games before yeah. the, before he went down with COVID protocol. Yeah. What about it, yours? Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll kind of go into Reggie on mine as well, is the non-wing depth that we have. So we have, I think our wing depth is pretty good. Like we have Mere Coffee filling in. We have Terrence Mann. Paul George eventually comes back. Kawhi's going to hopefully come back. Um, and Marcus Morris, Nick Batum. Like our wing depth is actually pretty good. And you, I guess you could technically put Justice Winslow in there. Um, but the center position when we didn't have Zoo or Harnstein for that little period of time, and we were just rocking Surge out there, and Winslow was the one that was playing the best at center, that was a little concerning. And moving forward, it's it's like I'm just going to be knock on wood, and you'll hear it right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we might, you know, big people too tend to get hurt. Now, Zoo, Zoo's an Iron Man. He doesn't miss a lot of games, so I'm not, I'm not too concerned <laughs> with Zoo. But, like, Zoo's not going to play 48 minutes. So, like, if we can't get Harnstein back uh, on the team in a healthy manner, like, because, you know, our medical staff's a little, eh. And Serge is our best option, and he's not playing the best. 
It's just a little concerning. And then with our guards, with Luke being out, uh, I, I think Eric Bledsoe and me and you were talking about this before the podcast. Like, if we're going to have tinkering tie, let Eric Bledsoe maybe start over Reggie for a game or two and see how that looks. I feel like he's moving the ball better. He's running the offense better. Yeah, he doesn't have the best shot and he doesn't stretch the court, but he can make uh, defenders uh, respect him in other ways, I feel. Um, no, yeah. It's just, yeah, like <clears throat> when Reggie's making baskets and he's and he's in a rhythm, he he's wonderful to watch. Yeah. But when he's a little out of rhythm and he's kind of forcing shots at the end of the shot at the end of the shot clock, it's 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 tough to see. And we need Luke. And and my concern with the depth, of, I guess, with this concern is like if some players have to miss a game for whatever reason, I just feel like our third options for a lot of these positions is not ideal. Yeah, there's <clears throat> going back to Reggie with the uh, choosing probably probably tinkering with uh, Bledsoe in the starting lineup. I mean, there's so many times where I've seen Reggie bring up the ball and instead of trying to set up uh, a play or set up, um, you know, players for a uh, <clears throat> better opportunity, you'd see him just chuck a three, you know, with so much time to spare. And it was just, it's, and it's, it's more than just once. Like it's, it's been several times and mm-hmm. I'm surprised Ty Lue hasn't called them, you know, called about, called him out on it telling them like, I, I, f- I personally think if we're going based on today's game, there was moments where I felt like Tyloo had a shorter leash with the Reggie Jackson stuff. Mm. There was moments. Now, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but it did feel like he was. there was a moment where Reggie Jackson was not in the game for a certain amount of minutes or something. He was only in there for a certain amount of minutes, and then he's like, all right, and he just put Eric Bledsoe back in. I don't know, I don't know what, what games people are watching. I, I've, I'm still seeing it on, Twitter's, on the Twitter sphere that you know, no one's happy with Eric Bledsoe or that Eric Bledsoe shouldn't have been traded for, uh, we shouldn't have traded Pat Bev for Eric Bledsoe. He's been playing really well. I mean, he had a couple games here and there where he struggled, but aside from that, he's been fantastic for us. He pushes the pace. Yeah, absolutely. He's doing what he's he's there to do. (laughs) Like, like, I I, I think, like, some people look at how much he's getting paid and it's 18 million right now. But that's $4 million more than Pat Beverly's doing, and I'll pay $4 million more for him just to play every game, which he has. Yeah. I'm just going to be real about that. Like, And there is moments where I just feel like a lot more confident in our team when Eric Bledsoe's out there than with Reggie out there. <clears throat> and I, I love Reggie Jackson. <clears throat> like, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I'm disregarding everything he's done and I'm not disregarding the big games he's had. It just feels like Eric Bledsoe, even though he turns the ball over too, he makes mistakes – it just seems like he's trying to make something happen more than Reggie Jackson. Like you said, he just shoots at the end of the shot clock. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like the way Reggie Jackson plays and you kind of see a trend when, uh, when Paul George was playing, when Paul George was hot, he was, you know, he starts to pick it up for some reason. He feeds off other people's rhythm at times. Mm-hmm. And when no one's really hitting anything and you're looking at Reggie Jackson, sometimes he, he does come up and, a lot of times he doesn't. And like you said, we both love Reggie Jackson. We understand what he did for us in the playoffs. He played his heart out. We're not saying kick him off the team. We're just saying maybe Tinker. Maybe he might do a lot better in the second unit, you know, where he could be the primary scorer at times. Right. Or just put him in different situations. Even if you're going to start him, maybe he's the first guy to come off the bench and then Eric Bledsoe goes in and plays with the starters for 
a certain amount of the first period, you know, stuff, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Or in the fourth quarter, you know, it's Eric Bledsoe with the starters and not Reggie Jackson. It's just stuff to think, just stuff to tinker with. Yeah. Um, you know, cause you know, we know more than Tyloo apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's get into this interesting uh, thing. I feel like is, uh, then the podcast off, uh, Kawhi had some news this week or Chris Haynes said, uh, Kawhi is ahead of schedule. Now we've been hearing that he's been like ahead of schedule all season. So I don't know if this is news or it's just like repeating the same stuff, but it's weird that I feel like on every national broadcast, not everyone, but on most national broadcasts, that's when the Clippers news hits and it's not on just a regular Clippers. uh, I don't know. Beat writer thing, but it is what it is. But yeah. So Chris Haynes says he's ahead of schedule. So I guess that's, it's legit. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, what ahead I, of schedule is. I don't know what ahead of schedule is because if he's supposed to be out for another nine to twelve months, ahead of schedule might just be he's going to come back for training camp next year. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> six hours ahead. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he, um, he's able to. He's ahead of schedule based on Eastern time. Like so. <laughs> like, um, I mean, but uh, also they, the report was that he was going to play regardless of the situation. And I don't know how I feel about that because right. <laughs> I know part of me just wants him. Like if we're not, if we're in a situation where it looks like it's bleak and the Warriors, when they get, I mean, they're supposed to get Clay Thompson today, um, you know, everything starts gelling for them and they're playing phenomenal and it doesn't look like anyone's going to beat them. Uh, Kawhi, sit down. <laughs> just, <laughs> just rest up. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there though. Okay. Throw it out. It look, let's just say it looks like we're going to be in the plan, right? Maybe Paul George makes, takes more time for his elbow to heal. We fall in a hole, then Paul George comes back. We get out of that hole, but we're, you know, maybe the sixth seed kind of made a good enough space between them and the seventh seed. So let's just say the Clippers get to the seventh seed and we're in a playing game and Russell Westbrook just continues to keep hitting backboards for the rest of the season. And we end up playing the Lakers in that game wouldn't you want Kawhi for that playing game and this is to become seventh seed not to become the eighth seed which means we might play like the suns instead i don't know because i feel like yeah you can come back but you still may not have the conditioning for you know playoff series uh, it, I'll, I'll say this if he's not already back then yeah don't play but yeah. I mean, if he's been back for a week okay. or two, and like I guess in my scenario, it's pretty clear we're only going to have like the seventh or eighth seed, and we're not going to make it to the six. Okay. No, then yes, if we're in that situation, yes, I want to see Kawhi posterize Westbrook, maybe LeBron James. <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> well, I, I I am honestly just waiting for Luke Kennard to put a uh, have a poster on LeBron James, just like he he, he goes up left-handed and just like dunks he does a shack push <laughs> he does a shack push <laughs> and it just dunks and then looks at the laker bench as a, i'm an mlf and problem i just, I just he throws up the o that that i i don't i'll be honest with you i'm gonna I, i'm gonna say this now if luke Kennard put lebron james on a poster i don't care if the clippers ever won a championship <laughs> <laughs> don't i don't care because that would be the best <laughs> moment 
a six five guy with arms that are barely longer than mine. And then he he just slams it hard on LeBron James. Never dunks the ball, but he does it once and it's on LeBron James. I am with you. That is so that would be so sweet. And if they made it to NFT, I don't care how many Ethereum coins it's worth, I will buy it. Oh yeah. It, I would I would spend thousands of dollars on that on that <laughs> moment. Yeah. So if uh top shot, you're listening. <laughs> Just keep an eye on that. And uh, I, I and I kind of hope that like Luke Kennard is working on his like box jumps right now because <laughs> in the playing in the playing game, Clippers get blown out by thirty five to the Lakers, but like Luke Kennard puts LeBron James on a poster. <laughs> I would lose my mind. <laughs> I, I I don't I wouldn't care because everyone all my friends will be texting me you know clippers uh clipper suck you know but i can always send him a gif of like <laughs> Luke and <R. laughs> put, put, putting james on a poster and then and then and then like paul george goes over to Luke Kennard and puts like a crown like a, like like puts the crown on his head that'd be that'd be amazing yeah. i I really hope that happens. And I would, I, I, you would think Kawhi would want to come back for that, right? Just to be on the same court, <laughs> be on the court when that happens. So <laughs> when, they, when they say, "Hey, Kawhi, why'd you come back so early?" Huh? You know, I'm here. I'm here for that Luke Kennard poster. <laughs> he Zero? goes like, he, goes, he looks it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. That's it. Point at it. <laughs> That's the reason why I play. <laughs> so hopefully Paul George's elbow gets better and then Luke Kennard and Luke Kennard, uh, <laughs> well I do want Luke Kennard to come back he's still not playing right now but uh, Kawhi could come back by the end of the season I feel like we have a very good team if we could all just put it together oh yeah and I would love to see the Clippers at full strength play against the Suns be oh so yeah sweet. imagine like all the crap talking and Chris Paul just being and then <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, we just bring in our, our our fully healthy team and we just like sweep them. Like we 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 did a playing game <laughs> and like a couple days before, and we just go in there and sweep the sweep the Suns. Like we're all black <laughs> before, <laughs> yeah. the game. before the game. Yeah. Hey, we're ready for a funeral. <laughs> uh, you got any more thoughts? That was, um, that was a good thing. <laughs> no, that's- no, I got nothing else going. I got nothing else to. Yeah, nothing else to live for after knowing that. <laughs> yeah, after the after Luke Kennard, uh, after Luke Kennard poster conversation, just like that image of him like Shaq, the Shaq push, <laughs> just like plays in my head. <laughs> it's like so great. <laughs> <laughs> <Just throws him laughs> off. Like LeBron James gets up, throws a blood. <laughs> 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 oh, man. no nobody <laughs> everyone has to hold uh luke and back <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <clears throat> well that was the only clips for him <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in on the <laughs> luke and our bandwagon right here <laughs> like i don't know if like I think a lot of people like Luke Kennard, but I don't know if anybody's behind Luke Kennard like we are. <laughs> That's Mr. Ohio, man. Oh, my Luke Kennard jersey's been shipped. I just have no idea if it's come or not. <laughs> Wait, I thought you got a Paul George jersey. No, I got Luke Kennard. Oh. I, I, I was thinking about that poster a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to buy a city edition jersey, but they're all sold out still, so 
Yeah. Well, I guess there's not enough material. <laughs> there's just not enough uh, light blue out there. <laughs> not enough light blue mesh. Like, they're looking they're for light blue trees. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they have to call like and one and be like, hey, do you have any leftover material? For... Oh, you guys are still in business, huh? <laughs> I get a jersey made of Air Force, Air Force Ones. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all leather. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast. You could uh, find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum, and we're out. Oh, and thanks and thanks, Trent, for our outro. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins. Catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.